that's still hot. Okay, so so stop trying to qualify. Stop trying to say that your hot isn't as as bad or as worse or like hot is hot. Episode 941 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, often overlooked reminders for summer running. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by, in part, my friends over at Siskin Roasters, the makers of Diz Runs Coffee. Because yes, we have our own coffee, and yes, who doesn't want a big hot steaming cup of goodness when you come in from your uh sweltering summer runs lord knows i do i mean a hot cup of coffee hits the spot pretty much any time um so if you're like me and you like good coffee even after a good hot sweaty nasty gross run this runs coffee is for you. So get yourself a bag, get yourself a couple of bags. If you don't like hot coffee after a hot summer run, get a couple, start storing up for the fall and winter now, right? Start, start storing up, get that stockpile going, uh, get yourself some Diz Runs coffee. If you just go over to dizruns.com slash coffee, it'll redirect you right over to the Siskin Roasters page. You can order a bag, couple bags, whatever, give it as a gift, keep it for yourself. I don't care. Just get some good coffee. Uh, because we all need good coffee, right? Uh, and you can support the show at the same time. Dizruns.com slash coffee. And now let's uh, get on with with today's topic du jour. So today talking about some overlooked summer running suggestions, ideas, tips, information, whatever you want to call it. Uh, something that, that uh, I guess the, the summer running episode... Summer running quick tip episode has kind of become a, a regular thing. It's been something that's I feel like happens just about every year, and uh, it's going to happen again this year because I feel like it's important, right? Like the fact of the matter is that running in the in the summer um, is tough. Heat illness, heat issues, no joke. Um, and and some some good reminders I think are are important. Um, so if if you but today today we're kind of glossing over. Some of those more, maybe more serious, I don't know if that's quite the right way of saying it, um, but, but some of the more topics that get discussed regularly, topics that I've discussed in the past, topics that you'll probably see discussed on social media, other blogs, other podcasts, things like that. If you want my take on those subjects, point your browser uh, or just scroll back in your podcast feed to last year's um, amalgamation episode, quick tip amalgamation episode about... Uh, kind of all of the previous running topics we've covered. That episode is eight four eight hundred and forty one. So disruns dot com slash eight four one. And uh, the things that we talked about last year that really I was just highlighting all of the other things we talked about. Kind of, kind of a best of, but not quite. Um, but in the past we've talked about the benefits of running in the heat, making smart choices during your runs that, to try to beat the heat. Um, how running in the heat is impacts your heart rate training. For those of you that are that are on board with heart rate training, the summer's tough. The summer's tough when it comes to heart rate training, but kind of how that is going to be impacted. Signs and symptoms of heat illness, maybe the most important thing to keep in mind this year and, and most important thing that's worth a refresh, signs and symptoms of, of heat illness. Um, what to do if you or someone you're running with is showing the signs and symptoms of heat illness. Basically, how to take steps to hopefully save your life or save someone else's life because yes, Heat illness can be deadly. And then we've also talked about in the past how to uh, prevent and try to mitigate your risk of dealing with heat illness 
when you're running this summer. So check check out that post and and from last year where you kind of brushed on all of these, but then you know the links and all that stuff to all of the the previous episodes. We really dove deep at disruns.com slash 841. But today, uh, it will hopefully be an actual quick tip. You know, I don't know. Hopefully, we're not going to be into the 30-minute the range today because I only have three things to talk about that are all, um, like I said, kind of overlooked, but things that I think are important and things that I don't think get talked about enough, both by me and in the greater running community as it relates to running in the summer. Uh, but like I said, only really three things. So hopefully, this will go a little bit uh, quicker than usual. But you all know me. We, we might get... Might get yammering, and uh, who knows how long it'll take. But anyway, three things to think about as the warmer weather is coming. And for those of you that are down under, those of you that are in the southern hemisphere where we're getting into your cooler months, just go ahead and stick a pin in this one until you know October, November, something like that, and uh, it'll be relevant again. You can come back to it and listen. Then, oh, maybe listen now and, and remind yourself of some things. Uh, but if you turn it into, uh, if you're if you're going into your winter months, uh, sorry, but. We're, we're talking Northern Hemisphere today. Northern Hemisphere summer as far as timeliness. But, of course, these these things will relate any time of – or, you know, whenever your summer months are or whenever whenever your, your warmer months are. So uh, as it's getting warmer, temperatures heating up, some things to remember that aren't as often talked about. Number one, hot is relative. Okay? Um, all too often, whether it's on social media, whether it's with – my, my athletes that I coach, whether it's in the Facebook group, whether it's, it's just other podcasts, whatever I hear people talking about, you know, Oh, you know, it's, it's kind of hot, but like, it's nowhere near as hot as, you know, and then insert Southern California, insert Arizona, Texas, Florida, wherever, you know, it, it, I, I know it's, I, I know it's not as hot as it is for you guys, but like, uh, you know, and trying to kind of basically say that like, it's, it's, it's hot, but it sh- they shouldn't be complaining about it because it's not as bad. It's not as hot as it is in other places. Stop it. All right. Hot is hot to you, right? Just like fast and slow are relative. My fast is somebody else's slow and my slow is somebody else's fast. My long is somebody else's short. My short is somebody else's long. My hot is somebody else's hot, really hot. My hot is other people's eh, not too bad. Okay. And that, and that is across the board. So stop trying to to play that comparison game or saying that oh you know I like I shouldn't be complaining about the heat because it's not you know 98 degrees and 98% humidity. If 80 degrees and 85% humidity is hot for you and spoiler alert that's hot for me. It might not be as hot as it gets for me, but that's still hot, right? Whatever is hot to you, especially those of you that live farther north where you don't have maybe the duration of summer heat you know, your summer might not be from mid-April to mid-November like it is for me, okay? But that doesn't mean that those two weeks in July or that last week of July, first week of August, like, that's still hot, okay? So so stop trying to qualify. Stop trying to say that your hot isn't as, as bad or is worse or, like, hot is hot, all right? And if it's hot, that's going to impact your running. That's okay, We'll get into that a little bit more as, as we go today. We've talked about it more in the past. But when it's hot for you, it's hot for you. Stop trying to qualify it. Stop trying to, to you know, say that, play the comparison game, right? Because the comparison game gets played way too much in the world of running. We don't need to play it as it relates to our running and the weather. If it's hot for you, it's hot, period. Second thing that doesn't get talked about as much, kind of an overlooked reminder as it relates to your summer, summer running, heat issues can happen to anyone. 
All right. Again, if you're if you're you know my 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 New England people, my my Upper Midwest people, uh, my Canadian friends, my my UK friends, like just because your really ridiculous oppressive summer running weather doesn't stretch for a four or five month period, doesn't mean that you can't have some heat issues. Doesn't mean that you can't potentially deal with heat illness. And in fact, I would go so far as to say that maybe, maybe those of you that are in the farther north areas of the of the country of the world, you might be more at risk for some real heat issues than those of us that are in the uh, the, the dirty south, the sweaty south. Why? Because really, it kind of comes down to three things. One, those of us down in the south, we have a little bit more of a of an idea of what to expect. All right, we know what we're getting ourselves into for the for summer running because we've been running in the summer every year. Now, if we're we're new to running, maybe that's that's a little bit different. But those of us that have been there, done that for a few years, we know that we're probably going to have to get up early. You know, we know to to not run as much during the heat of the day. You know, we we kind of know what's coming, how to adjust, what works for us in terms of fueling, hydration, those types of things. We know what to expect, which leads into we know kind of how to try to beat the heat. Right, we we know that our routines change. We know that our times of day for running change. Our mileage maybe changes. Like we know the things that we need to do, or at least what has worked for us in the past, gives us a head start on what to try to do this year to mitigate some of the the heat related issues. Maybe the most important factor is that when we've got summer weather for four, five, six months, our bodies adapt a little bit, right? Like our bodies are are ridiculously adaptable to any stimulus. And the heat is a stimulus. The, the sauna weather is a stimulus. And so as, as we kind of ease into it in April and May, um, or may, maybe March and April, we start to ease into the warmer weather. Our bodies start to, to hold on to more fluids, to, to our blood starts to thin out a little bit. Um, and so we're, our bodies are more adapted, more able to dissipate the heat, cool ourselves. And it's, and it's not like it's, it's, this total game changer where the heat doesn't affect us because it absolutely does. But our bodies are just a little bit more adept at handling it. Just like those of you that live at altitude, your bodies are a little bit more adept at running at altitude every day versus me and my little, you know, Florida sea level self. If I go up to, to Denver or to the mountains in Colorado and try to go for a run and just do it on a one-off day, like it's probably going to Im- impact me a lot more than those of you that are at altitude all the time that your bodies have adapted and adjusted. Same type of thing, right? Those of us in the South that, that suffer through the summer, our bodies have adapted a bit more to it. So just because you're up North, just because you're like, ah, oh, my hot isn't as bad as somebody else, you can still deal with, and you can still are susceptible to heat illness, heat exhaustion, possibly heat stroke. So be aware, okay? Be aware that it can happen to anybody. And, and when I say that, I don't want to exclude those of us in the South. It can certainly happen to us as well. Right? So, so don't anybody for any reason think that, oh, I'm not going to have heat issues. Now, again, your window in the North, your window where you're more potentially susceptible, probably smaller. You know, like I don't think that in most years, most of you in, in Vermont, New Hampshire, New York state, mass, whatever, Michigan, my homeland. Like we're probably not in those situations dealing with the potential for, for heat exhaustion, heat stroke, 
around, uh, you know, Halloween time, around Thanksgiving time. You know, Canadians, for your Thanksgiving, you probably don't have to worry about heat stroke, heat issues at that point. Those of us in the South, yeah, still, still maybe on the table. All right? But that random two weeks, that random 10 days, and if you the, you guys that are in the North, you know that it's, there's always that week or two of the year where it's just gross out. You know, there's always that week or two in the summer when it's as hot, almost as hot back home, for me being back home in Northern Michigan, as it is in Florida, all right? During that week, during that 10 days, during that month, whatever whatever that time frame is for you, heat illness can happen. So be smart, take precautions, um, adjust as needed, all right? Because heat issues can happen to anyone, no matter where you live, no matter what the, the average yearly temperature is. When it's hot, it's hot, and it can have an impact. Last but not least, often overlooked things related to running in the summer heat, um, at least as far as I'm concerned, overlooked. And that is the, the fact that I've talked about this before, but I don't know that I've ever talked about it as it relates to summer, that stress is stress. Our bodies don't know the difference between quote unquote good stress and quote unquote bad stress, right? To our bodies, stress is stress. The stress response is the stress response. Now, of course, some stressors like running, like training, like lifting weights, stepping outside of your comfort zone intelligently and strategically, those can be good stresses. They help our bodies to get stronger, to adapt, to, to learn new things, to learn new skills. Like that's obviously good stress. But if you start layering good stress on top of good stress, on top of good stress, on top of some, some not so good stress, stress is stress. And guess what? Running in the heat, especially if it's the heat and humidity combo, that's stress on your body. I don't know whether it's good stress or bad stress. Maybe maybe it's that's a neutral stress because there's there's certainly some benefits to running in the summer heat, running in that that stress environment. Um, but it can it can also cause problems. So you know maybe it's maybe it's neutral. Maybe it's 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 a little bit of both. But the fact of the matter is, it's still stress. And so it's just I think important to keep in mind that at some point, too much stress is too much stress. And so. You know, this, this summer when you're logging your miles, make sure that you're, you're being smart about not running yourself literally and or metaphorically into the ground, right? Take care to, to prioritize your recovery, to prioritize your nutrition and your hydration, to get plenty of sleep, to keep your easy runs easy. And, and on that topic, and you probably know where I'm going with this one, but remember that pace and easy are not the same thing. So don't feel like because you're running slower, it's automatically easier. It may be, but it also may be that you need to go even slower. Maybe you need to mix some walks in. I'm not saying you do. I'm not saying you know, don't. I'm just saying easy pace, not always the same thing, but definitely get some easy miles. Still do some hard workouts if you want to, if that's part of your plan, building towards races, like all good. But remember, stress is stress, and you don't want to overload the, the stresses of training in the summer months with the summer heat to potentially become more than your body can handle. And now we, you know, fatigue, injury, illness, things like that. Ain't nobody got time for that in the summer or any time of year, especially in the summertime, especially in this summer where hopefully things are going to start to continue to trend more towards whatever quote unquote normal is anymore. Stress is stress. So be careful of the, the stresses of running in the summer. All right. Last but not least, one more little bonus tip. Have fun with your running this summer. 
What does that look like? I don't know. It depends. What's fun for you? Maybe it's getting out on the trails a bit more. Maybe it's running some some local 5Ks or 10Ks or some short races that, that happen in the summertime. Maybe it's running with the kids. Maybe it's going to the beach and running on the beach at sunrise. Maybe it's running in the summer, you know, thunderstorms or well, maybe not the thunderstorms so much. Maybe that's just something that I do, but running in the rainstorms, you know, getting out and getting, getting wet on your runs, which is not for nothing, but a, a great way to beat the heat is to run in the rain. Um, but, but the moral of the story is whatever's fun for you as it relates to your running, don't be afraid to lean into that a little bit, you know, like prioritize making sure it's fun. Maybe it's doing a park run type of situation. Even if it's not an official park run, doing your own type of thing. Like going and running through the, the playground and jumping over the picnic tables and going across the monkey bars and just, just mixing it up and having fun. All right? And, and, and remember that just because you're having fun or, or prioritizing fun with your workouts doesn't mean that it's not still moving you forward towards maybe some race goals that you might have for the fall. Okay? You, they're, they're, you can, it's not an either or. It can be a both and. Ideally, it's a both and all the time, but especially in the summer, especially when, when routines are off and, and kids are, well, I guess some, in some places kids have been home all school year, but you know, kids are home, kids are off from school. Maybe there's some vacations planned, especially if you didn't have a vacation last year. Maybe you're trying to get out and go somewhere this year. I mean, this year is still going to be a blur summer wise, maybe more so than usual, but differently than last year, but have fun with your miles, have fun with your running. Okay. And, and just be safe when you're out there doing it. All right. Because hot is hot. Hot's, hot's relative. If it's hot to you, it's hot. Period. Don't forget that heat illness can happen to anybody. So please, please, please take some precautions. Be on the lookout. If you're not sure what to look for in terms of heat exhaustion and heat stroke, um, go back into the show notes. Go back into um, last year's episode, 841, where I talked about it a little bit more. And then even check out the original post from a few years ago. It's linked in today's episode. It's linked in, in last year's episode. I'm talking about it on the Facebook group. Like it's all over the place. And I'm not, I know I'm not the only one, thankfully, but be aware because that stuff is, is deadly serious. No joke. Um, so be aware. And again, it can happen in Canada, Northern US, Southern US, Europe. It can happen anywhere. Asia, let's not ex- exclude anybody. Um, South America, Australia, maybe not so much in your winter months, which are our summers, but you know what I mean? Be aware. And last but not least, don't forget that stress is stress. Summer running is a stressful period of running because of the heat. So adjust accordingly to make sure that you're not giving yourself too much stress that your body can handle. All right. So those are some, some thoughts, some, some areas that I feel are a little bit overlooked as it relates to running in the summer months. Hopefully there's some good reminders. Hopefully they are reminders, not the first time you've heard these things, but if they are embrace them, take them in, be smart this summer. Be safe this summer. That's always the most important thing when it comes to running the heat is safety, safety, safety. Heat illness, nothing to mess with, um, nothing to take lightly. So be smart, be safe. Have a great uh, summer of running. And if you have questions about running in the summer, something that I feel like I'm I'm a bit well, well-versed in, let me know. Or just thoughts on today's episode. At Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also shoot an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. Of course, you can head over to the show notes for today for links to all those past episodes, links to some random other things we talked about today. And of course, uh, there's some memes, there's some GIFs. And then down at the bottom is the, uh, the, the comment section. You can leave your thoughts, questions, comments, feedbacks there as well. Dizruns.com slash 941 is the link for today's episode. Dizruns.com slash 941. And uh, 
you know, if you like me, when you finish that, that run this summer, whether it's a daily run, whether it's a long run, whether it's a, a trail run, whatever, get yourself some good coffee. Dizruns.com slash coffee. Cause nothing hits the spot post run like a cup of coffee. I, I, I know some of you don't agree with me. You're just wrong. You're just wrong. <laughs> anyway, y'all, thanks for listening. Hope this was useful. Hope this was helpful. Have a great start to your summer. Even if you're not quite there yet, when summer gets there, have a good start to your summer. Be safe. Have fun out there. And uh, until next time, see you. <laughs>